And Heathcliff awoke from a dream of a guy with skateboard for feet, confused. He thought, what's that sound? Is mother tap dancing in the hall again? He rap, tap, tap, he heard again. He looked over to his window, got out of bed, threw open the sash, and there was a woman, cold, her teeth chattering, blue skin, tapping on the window. She said, Heathcliff, it's me, Kathy. I'm so cold. Let me in through your window. Ho, 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 ho. That, of course, was a quote from Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte. Uh, and I am Jack Piss, and this is the writer's room. So nice to have you all with us today on this, the day for kisses and hugs and uh, teddy bears and cinnamon hearts. Um, I'm not alone, thankfully. I'm joined by two wonderful, intelligent, romantic, and handsome gentlemen. I'm joined, of course, of course, by... Duke Puke, my friend, only friend, that's all, just friends. Hi, Duke, thanks for joining me. The Duke of Love oh. is in your ears. Hello, listeners. Oh, thanks wow. Thanks for having me, Jack. And I have noticed now, just after that, the that my nipples are hard. <laughs> oh, they've ripped your shirt. Well, that's more. It has more to do with how bad my shirt is. Honestly, this is an old shirt. It was, you know, it wouldn't take much. But uh, bit of column A, bit of nipple B. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, I'm also joined by. Honestly, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's a what bit of, is this? What are we looking at here? It's a bit of a surprise. Please introduce yourself. I'm I'm surprised you don't recognize me. Recognize me. It's uh, Rec- it's me. It's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Prolific Harlequin novel writer JJ makes her come. Oh, good. Oh, oh good. <laughs> I I would say I'm a, a fan, to but be I'm here. a real <laughs> pleasure to be here. I would say I'm a fan, but I was never allowed to read your novels. And then when I became of age, I didn't want to. Uh, but it's a real pleasure to have you here, JJ makes her come. Well. It's very apropos, which is French for horny, because today is Valentine's Day. Uh, we have a Harlequin novelist, and we have a an actual Harlequin, as far as I'm concerned, Duke, uh, in studio with us. And uh, today we're going to be... I'm dive- a fuck boy. Yes. Yes. It's true. And I think that's a good thing. I haven't really unpacked the whole, you know, the, what it means in society to be a fuck boy as far. But as far as I can tell, it's someone who fucks boys. So congrats. That's no, very cool. No, no, no. That's not what I do. Okay. Well, I, doesn't change I the fact. I am a boy that fucks. Oh, that, I see. That's always how I've heard it put too. That's that's also nice. Uh, like a fuck boy, fuck boy, fuck boy, fuck boy, you know? Okay. JJ makes Ooh, her come. come <laughs> slow Jeez. it down a bit. Good grief. But it, you, yes, if things are a little bit more ose, which is French for horny as well, uh, than they normally seem, it's because... So many things are French for d- horny. <laughs> yeah. Well, most things, most things in French are horny. French for horny. Uh, but to, today is Valentine's Day. The it is the the only holiday named after a James Bond character, 
the one that you have to meet in statue in the shipping container. Um, he's a lovely guy. Valentin Zukovsky. That's right. Based on a real KGB operative. (laughs) I forgot that you actually have in-depth knowledge about this guy. Well, we used to work together. Oh, Ooh, very cool. What do you have to hand off to him? I had to hand him some secret save files. Mm, classic fuckboy stuff. Meeting a guy in a storage container and quote-unquote handing over documents. I, I think you're being funny and you're making a joke, but I actually then did go on to have sex with a woman with extremely sharp triangular breasts. <gasps> Zenya. Zenya on a top. Oh, wow. And let me say, she was on a top of things. <laughs> what kind of things? I well, write the this things down. between my legs, you know? <laughs> Your balls? The old bait and tackles. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Duke, that's steamy. I'm going to have to open a window and maybe put a different shirt on because this one has disintegrated at nipple height it's gone she was on a top of my stallion and sugar cubes i mean salt cubes <laughs> okay that's nice horse themed references to penis are school. you saying your 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 dick licks your nuts in this metaphor <laughs> i see i see. jj is frantically taking notes <laughs> yeah i'm writing this down Can you- <laughs> Can you describe how your dick licks your nuts? Well, JJ, uh, in my romantic liaisons, I I must say that from time to time, my uh, my stallion has licked the salt cubes. His lover took his stallion <laughs> and gently allowed it to lick his salt cubes. Okay, sorry. All right, just uh, just a voice note for my secretary. Yeah, Lee. we'll let you hey, unpack that. I've got that. plenty more of that, uh, JJ. Yeah, we should connect. Yeah, we should connect after this. I could, I'm happy to give you some of my life rights. Oh, friends, love is in the air. It's certainly it is. So happy Valentine's Day to all those of you who are in a happy relationship. And to the single people out there, I hope whatever way you find of killing yourself is painless and fast. Um, and I hope that someone finds you your corpse early. Uh, today we're going to be reading. Wow, that's very heavy, mean. Heavy stuff. Huh? It was a well wish. That was nice. I hope that you find somebody that you love, uh, single people. And if oh, that's not, nicer. You find uh, solace within yourself. <clears throat> and if not, you kill yourself in a cool way, like taking out a gang. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is better. So, uh, listeners, can I give my, do I get what, to do my hope? I or? Yeah, please, please, please. Because well, I hope that you find a good book and you just grind them out until you're, you're raw. This Valentine's Day. Yeah, you would say that. It is your job. That's how the income, no par- pardon the pun. Are we doing plugs later? The income, or- yeah, well, we can, end, we, can, we can end with plugs, certainly. But you we know need what's to- funny? I seem to remember an email before the show when we were talking about this. We had said, let's try and go for romance and not horny. Remember, it's about romance and not horny. I think I remember that in the email. And I just want to say... I think we're doing a good job. I think so, too. I mean, despite having someone named JJ Makeser come as one of our guests, um, I think we are doing a good job of keeping things not blue, but uh, red and white. Uh, My my email gets uh, bounced back from a lot of uh, uh, major email providers because it's too horny. Yes. 
I'm not actually going to, I'm not going to say your email address, address on air. I don't want to dox you. Yeah, and I, I also don't, don't want to. to. Yeah. I can't, I don't want to get into that, but this is the writer's room. Um, it's very steamy in here. Uh, but what we usually do is we'll, uh, go over some scripts. So we'll do a little table read. Uh, and usually our scripts are kind of germane to the topic of the day. The topic today is of course, Valentine's day. All right. So love, we have romance novels today. It's pretty exciting. It's pretty nice. Now, Duke, you were talking about how you had lots of th- uh, things to say, um, specifically to JJ Makes Her Come. Um, and I thought maybe you'd want to share those things, hopefully in script format, with us now. Uh, yeah, actually, I'd been working on an autoerotic memoir. Oh. <laughs> Okay. That's cool. Oh, I just got the email. I just got the email. That's so funny <laughs> that you mentioned. That. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I'm seeing, oh, and I'm seeing I have emails from you. Yeah. Okay. It didn't go into my spam folder. It went into my spum folder. <laughs> Good. Yeah. JJ makes her come at loude.com. Oh, like makes her come loude. Oh, your name's almost like a joke. Yeah. I, I will tell you about a time when I was young. And just learning the ways of love. Ooh. Uh, Jack, would you mind playing um, Duke Puke? Young? Yes. I'd be honored. Great. Thank you very much. And um, JJ? Yeah? If you wouldn't mind playing Onlooking Neighbor. (laughs) Yeah, sounds great. Great. Okay. Interior. Barn. Dusk. Duke Puke is straining and sweating, his muscles glistening through his overalls, not wearing a shirt. He walks over to the hay bale and puts it in a different corner of the room and wipes his brow. Almost closing time at at the barn... Just about done, he thinks to himself. (laughs) Time to go back over to get more hay from the other side of the room. Here I go, he thinks to himself. (laughs) As he walks over, as he walks over, he hears the sound above him in the hayloft. Scritch, scratch, scritch, scritch, scratch, scritch. What in tarnation's that? I thought it was just me and the horses in the barn. As far as I know, the horses don't go up there. Gee, Louise. And then he begins to hear a soft moaning sound. (laughs) Not that. Not that, JJ. (laughs) Not that. Sorry, we don't usually stop the reeds in the middle, but not that. Oh. That was not what it was like. And if oh. you're going to take down the likeness of this in written form, you cannot. All right. Gotta well, get a rat. I'll take Try a note. Uh, take it we, again. Yeah, we can do another run at it. Go back in. All right. And from up in the hayloft, Duke he heard a sumptuous moan. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll get Golly, I hope that's not a vengeful ghost. That sounds like it's against my religion. Duke runs over and grabs a pitchfork from the tool wall, undoes his 
uh, buckle on his, um, what are those, uh, overalls. Duke climbs into a bundle of hay, squirming through it to hide himself. His clothes come off in the squeezing. If I'm going to die fighting a vengeful ghost, I'm going to die the way I was born, fully naked. Now with his hay bale armor, Duke heaves himself into the moaning loft. And a front of him, what does he see? But the most beautiful and sexually arousing sight he has ever been able to witness in his small life as a almond ranch farmer what does he see there is a small wireless TV set (laughs) there appears to be some sort of late night foreign film playing on showcase boobies are on the screen and who is up there holy oh hey there Duke (laughs) how you doing <clears throat> oh, sir, sir, you seem to be hurt. You are spewing, you're rubbing a, a part of yourself as if it is hurt, and you are sp- spewing some kind of fluid. Oh, Ooh, do you need, ouchie, ouchie. Do, <laughs> sir, do you need first aid? Come lie down. <laughs> I, I have, and the onlooker taught him all he needed to know to be a man. Finished. Oh, that's French for that's French for come cummed. Yes, tiny little finished. <laughs> le well, petit finished. Le petit finish. You know, what do you I guys think? It, it was tasteful. It got it, yeah. It. it I didn't want to get too graphic. Ninety-five you know percent I mean? of feel- it was uh, yeah alluring. The other five percent was totally crass, which is honestly a, a much better ratio than we usually have on the show. So. It's two thumbs up for me. It's 10 stars. It's a standing hey. O. Little standing victories, O face. I'll take it. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Standing O face. Uh, goon face. I got <laughs> goon face for me. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Three Good. things up. One of them ain't a thumb. <laughs> okay. So. Right. <laughs> it's my little guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got it. Sorry, you know, sometimes, for sometimes Day. I know we left a pause, but sometimes it's nice to just, you know, sit in the silence. It doesn't need to be filled or anything. Is uh, is having a boner romantic? I don't know. I think so, right? I don't know. Maybe Can we should, be. you know what? Maybe we should take a call to see, to ask that, to ask that question. We, I, I actually have a, a sex advice expert. Uh, Waiting on the line for us. <laughs> waiting. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> She's been listening the whole time. I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll hand it over to her for a minute. She's going to take your, your sexual questions. Uh, okay. It's Dr. Hello? It's doc, her name is Dr. Sue. Dr. Sue. Hello. Hello, boys. Wow. What a horny show we're having today. That's very nice to it's hear. Just supposed three to be romantic. Healthy, very, three very healthy boys. Happy Valentine's Day, gentlemen. How are you? Well, thank you, madam. Yeah, I'm, you can I think you doctor. heard. You call me doctor. Thanks. I didn't go to school for fucking nothing. I've never heard a doctor say horny. This <laughs> is a this is a trip for me. Okay, you got it, doc. Okay, doc is fine. Kind of like what Bugs Bunny says. Oh boy, 
He's a pretty horny rabbit, isn't he? How are you guys? <laughs> oh, I love when he wears the wig. <laughs> oh, and the long eyelashes and the lipstick. So, you know, he's pretending to be a girl. Oh, now, hubba, that's hubba. great. I actually have a lot of it's patients pretty. who, who tr- associate their sexual awakening to Bugs Bunny cross-dressing, strangely enough. Any, so you guys have some sex questions or whatever? Uh, yeah, I thought you were listening in and waiting. I, I wanted to know if it's romantic to have a boner. Oh, that's a great question. I actually get that one a lot. Um, I would say yes most of the time, but sometimes you can get a boner because you really need to pee. And not that there's anything unromantic about having to pee. I don't want to, you know, rain on anyone's parade or anything, but... Uh, or maybe so you I, do if they're into that, I guess is what you're saying. You can also get bit bit by a snake and it'd give you a boner for a long time, and that's not particularly romantic. That's pretty useful. For who? The snake? <laughs> Uh, we're getting a call oh what's this oh I'm it's another call. call oh wow it? who could this be <laughs> oh oh yeah hello sounds like it's another sex expert oh wow hey baby it's andrew dice clay a let's go Why? talk about the pussies and the bees huh Okay, I, our phone actually stopped working, so th- that was Dr. Sue, our sex expert, and I guess we heard from Andrew Dice Clay for a second there, but I... I um, Wow, yeah, he, he blew I, out the lines. I, I, Jesus. Something happened to the, the power phone was too strong. Wow. It was too much machismo. It overloaded the phone <laughs> servers, I think is how that worked. The dice uh, but were that many was, and they were made of clay. So we learned that getting a boner is not always romantic. Sometimes it can be the result of a snake bite. That's good. Uh, that's or, very good. Or Andrew Dice Clay startling you. Or yes. when your doctor is checking your prostate. I have a fear boner. Mm, I have a fear of boners. And I also get fear boners. It's a hor- It's a vicious cycle. All right. Do we have another script or what? Yeah, I was, you know, he took the words right out of my mouth. I was just about to ask that same question. Uh, now, I, of course, I, of course, have a script because I'm the host of the show and I'm a prolific writer, but I would be happy to give pride of place to JJ if he'd like to go next, but I'm completely prepared to go next. I don't care. I I brought along one of my Harlequin novels I wanted to adapt to uh, the screen, but I was I've been thinking about how horny this episode has been so far and I thought maybe we could try and just on the fly replace the really horny stuff with like just sort of normal clean romantic stuff. Yeah. Do you guys want to give that a try? So you can kind of just read it and then like yeah and then if it's like oh you know I pounded her fucking pussy you can just replace that with like I gave her a hug. You the know, phone line shorted out again. They were already dead, and then they just sparked yeah. again. I think Andrew Dice Clay came through a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the, the cradle started that? fizzing and sparking. Yeah, well, if you look, take a look through the script, you'll see there's a lot of that. So just try and replace oh. that with something like really clean or you know nice. So it's like a reverse Mad Lib, except it's just it's not mad. It's it's just a lib. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We can so, do that. Let's start. So it's um, interior. The who do you want me to play? Hmm. That's oh, I a guess. Great question. Yeah, there's so uh, there's so many Thank characters you, too. Um, okay. Should well, I go? Do I have time to get a coffee? You you do, uh, Duke. You do all the girls, <laughs> and oh, attack. You do all the the boys. Okay. Okay. And you'll yeah. know because okay. they don't really have names, right? They're just labeled. So, um, <laughs> interior. 
Uh, can't say sex dungeon. <laughs> oh, off to a horrible oh, start. Wow, McDonald's, right McDonald's ball pit. <laughs> okay. Well. And you want to take it away there, Duke? Help, help. I can't get out. Okay. Uh, here, grab <laughs> on to my... Okay. Um, long, my, my waist-mounted rope. Your waist-mounted rope is huge. I love it. But I, I'm, it also is too big for me to grasp. It's because you have tiny hands like a doll. And I think that is uh, nice. My hands are tiny, but my eyes are huge. <laughs> you, you remind me of my daughter, who is valedictorian. Suddenly a bunch of big wobbly balloons fall from the ceiling. Oh, it's getting in my eyes and my mouth. These balloons. Is it your birthday, sweetie? Oh, God. Oh, God. It's all (laughs) over me. I love it. It's my birthday. Okay, go on. More, there's more stage direction, JJ. <laughs> oh, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, I got lost in the moment here. Let me just find my place again. The floor of the ball pit opens up, and all of the birthday party goers descend into the next level of the McDonald's. Oh, you didn't tell me that you had so many f- friends with you who also have big eyes wow all my friends are absolute freaks with big eyes you can you guess which one of our eyes are real (laughs) I'm gonna have to feel them to find out Uh, oh god I love how you feel my eyes your eyes are making the ro- the waist mounted rope I have get <laughs> uh oof, okay this is tricky territory uh, this is hard this is interesting yeah, I'm excited to see how you do this one Jay make my make my waist mounted rope uh I mm, uh, I, I think I got, I just got a pass on this we may really have to so expunge this, this line this is the one that I knew I don't think there's really a suitable replacement for that anyway okay we can jump so cut to a small intimate room that's all red and four party goers are on the bed and they're all uh, cuddling and telling each other little stories oh yeah put another cinnamon heart in my mouth I can take it I love cinnamon hearts. I love cinnamon hearts too. Here's a McNugget that I'm going to shove in your mouth. Here's another McNugget. I'm going to nug. I'm going to nug. I'm nugging. I'm nugging. Sweet and sour. Sweet and sour sauce gets all over the bedspread. 
the man in the corner who was watching and writing Valentines spills them all over the floor. I love you guys so much. You remind me of my daughter who's a valedictorian with big eyes. Everyone hugs and we <laughs> cut fade to black. That was, I think, pretty good. Yeah. Sounded like we turned it into a Hallmark movie about Yeah, that was just really nice. In and around McDonald's, McDonald's <laughs> I guess. Writing Valentine's cards to each other. Nuggets and things. I like that. I've been taking I'm crossing out everything rapidly and just rewriting it all down. So I think I've got that. Uh, I appreciate the workshop. That's just much cleaner. Yes. You could I mean, you could frankly it makes a lot you could more make it a kid's too. make it a kid's book at this point. I, I think that without um, the more adult content, it does feel a little uh, barren. <laughs> it yeah, does I guess it feel lacks, a little... It lacks conflict. Yeah, yeah. there isn't a lot going on, really, uh, outside of that. That's, I mean, that's true, but, you know, I got to start branching out somewhere. It was very romantic. I, uh, I, I think it's a good I really, start. Yeah, it's romantic. Yeah, I just didn't want it to be like a follow up to Come Liquors Fifteen. You know, I needed something new. You did fifteen of those. Wait, you wrote Come Liquors? Oh, the whole yeah Quinn trilogy. Are you serious? Yeah. Tiff, can we can we censor the word "come," please? I think my wife was upset about that book she left me after she was reading what was it called again it was called cum liquors cum liquors right cum liquors yeah all right well good oh very nice gentlemen thank you jj for sharing that with us and for uh polishing it up a bit making it a bit cleaner and tighter um did my wife leave me because was she, she was... Was re- she reading them on... Like, she was doing a lot of laundry and just sort of sitting on the washing machine while she was reading them? Yeah, shortly before our divorce, my wife was reading cum liquors on the <laughs> washing machine. Okay. And then this- and then she left you for a combo washer-dryer? Well, she did take the dryer. Yeah, I've, I've heard this story too many times. JJ makes her come. Did you? I mean, makes her come. Make, JJ <laughs> makes her come. Did you make my wife leave me? I Happy Valentine's Day. This is the. You have the button? Yes. This is the. Okay. Happy Valentine's Day. This is the Valentine's Day episode of Writer's Room where we are the writers and this is the room and we read the little things that we write. And this week we're all about romance, as you can tell. We are drenched in romance. We are agape with romance. There, there's so much romance <laughs> up in here. It's intense. Um, we're getting to the end. That's right. We're about to finish. We're pretty close. It's almost oh done, the episode. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. We just have one more script and um i hope to end things with a uh bang uh we're gonna do my script it's a bit of a horror it's a bit of a romance it's a bit of a comedy uh it's about a dark wizard who brings back brings brings his lover or a lover back from the dead because he can't find love in the land of the living and is called the neck romancer and it's 
Uh, good. So we're going to be reading this now. Uh, uh, Duke, if you could play, <laughs> you're doing great, the, Jack. I'm with Duke, you. I think it's you great. Could, you could play the tic- the titular necromancer, please. I'd be honored. And uh, JJ, of course, will have you play his. Uh, I'm not going to say corpse bride because they're not married. Sort of his corpse slam piece. His big titty zombie G. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So whatever. Uh, and also if I see any of this showing up in one of your forthcoming novels, I will be proud. I won't sue because I can't afford it, but I want you to know that I would, if I could anyways, incredible lawyers, you couldn't beat me if you tried. (laughs) That doesn't surprise me at all. All right. So let's just go ahead and get into it. Interior spooky tower night. Sexy thunder claps in the distance. Lightning <laughs> strikes in a in a phallic shape on the horizon. Crows caw caw from their trees. We the camera zooms in through the an open window out of which shines a wan green and red light. Inside the necromancer's study. The necromancer is standing there in a black robe, which is open, revealing his skull-shaped chest hair. He stands over a cauldron, which bubbles and hisses and pops and stuff. He recites from a grimoire written on with a fuzzy cover. And the sky shall clap its cheeks like thoughts and thunder shall rain from the sky. And from then you will raise from the dead your favorite guy. He takes the cauldron and drinks it. Glug, glug, glug. The whole thing. He does a big burp. And then he goes <laughs> and he goes and then he goes to bed cut to cut to the next morning the necromancer is awoken by a knock at the door he goes down five flights of stairs on his bum giggling the whole way <laughs> The knock on the front door is more and more frantic. Coming. (laughs) He gets to the front door and he throws it open. There, standing in front of him, is a woman. Hello, Mr. Wizard. She's holding a a bundle. uh, A bundle wrapped in uh, a sheet. A woman-shaped bundle. You can under the sheet. You can see like nice boobs. Do you what like a strange, this? What a strangely shaped sheet you have. Yes, it's I kind of sexy. I do like it very much. How much for it? Huh? How much? How many? How many golden crown, silver tuppence, and copper shavings for the sheet? No, 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 Mr. Wizard. This is for you. This is the from woman, the spell you did. 
the woman drops the bundle and rolls oh. down the hill from whence she came. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> the necromancer hauls the bundle in, closes the door behind him. Cut to interior workroom. The bundle is now sitting on a stone slab. Around him, there are vials and corpses and bubbling things and fucking snakes and spiders and all sorts of crazy dark shit. The necromancer prowls around the bundle, thinking to himself aloud, I've got to clean this place up. (laughs) There's snakes everywhere. He runs a finger along a ledge and dust comes off of it. Ugh. Disgusting. (laughs) Now, what could be the cause of this sheet's rigidity? He slowly pulls the sheet apart, revealing like a like a girl Igor with I mean like suture marks around her big cool boobs cool (laughs) (laughs) he he goes over to his cauldron and starts throwing stuff into it kind of haphazardly we put a little bit of the snake in some frog big old trout he keeps casting looks over at the boobs awesome (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude suddenly the cauldron starts to bubble he grabs his grimoire again snaps it open begins to read hold on this isn't going according to plan supposed Uh to simmer Something's wrong. It's bubbling and it kind of smells like fart. It's not God, good. Shit. Whatever's <laughs> shit. Whatever's happening is really Fuck. bad. Oh, and then God. Open it with uh, he <laughs> he starts to hear oh, he starts to <laughs> starts to hear <laughs> mumbling mumbling oh. from the corpse on the slab. Wait. <laughs> oh, uh, the corpse. <laughs> The corpse, the corpse suddenly snaps, snaps up into a sitting position, and its head turns to look at the necromancer. Hi, Daddy. Oh. Uh, this is not what I wanted. You don't want me, Daddy? I ordered a wife. He oh, my God, cover a- yourself up. T- Jesus, he- put he- the sheet he- on. Oh, he takes I out a cer- takes out a ceremonial gun and shoots her in the head. Ouch! <laughs> I haven't even done it yet. Oh! Ouch! Okay. Ow! Uh, fin- finish. My fucking head. <laughs> finish. Oh! <laughs> so that's it. That's the end. It's kind of like a cautionary Ow! tale. Like be care- be careful what you wish for, kind of thing. <laughs> Is it kind of like okay? <laughs> You're okay. You re- we're out. It's like Frankenstein, kind of. It's, so it's a cautionary tale. Like, is the idea like? I guess it's like don't go to a glory hole because the person on the other side could be your daughter, or could be like a a ghoul or a wolverine, like a werewolf or something. Okay. Yeah. I, guess, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I know it makes sense. I've dated many women in my life, and uh, I must say that every time, just before we got down to it, as soon as I saw their tater tots, I went, I hope this isn't my daughter. That's funny because I've dated one girl, and when I got down to see her tater tots, I was like, Jesus, is this Duke's daughter? <laughs> Couldn't have been. I don't have one. Could, yeah. Oh, that's a huge relief. That seems like as good a place as any to end this episode. <laughs> uh, thank you, Duke Puke, for bringing some culture to today's episode. Thank you, JJ Mixer Come, for bringing the spice. And thank you, Jack, for keeping it all on the rails, running completely smoothly and just as long as it should have been, I'm sure. And thank you to our listeners for giving us an excuse to do this kind of thing. Without you, uh, we'd probably still do it, frankly. We'd do but, it, send it to each other like we did before we released Like we did before, <laughs> yeah. But a big happy Valentine's to, to thou and thine. And I hope wherever you are, you're curled up underneath a fuzzy blanket from Indigo. And you're watching maybe James Bond reruns. And uh, you're doing hand stuff to each other. That's romantic. Light a candle. Yeah. I'd like to uh, end today's episode with a quote from a famous famous romance novel, uh, Blood Meridian by Cormac McCarthy. Hey, horse. Looking good today, said... Mr. Meridian. Okay, quit quit looking at me like that, horse. You're gonna keep keep acting up like that. You're gonna You're gonna make me uh do do something I regret. And the horse looked at him in the wood just the way a horse looks at their owner and boy if Mr. Meridian didn't just haul off and do sex to his horse right there. So so there. Uh, this has been the writer's room. Last, probably the last one ever. Don't forget um, to write. Don't forget to write. That's what it is. Thanks. <laughs> Good night. Filmed shortly after Y2K erased most child labor laws in Canada, Ding Dong High is known as the action park of kids' television shows. Infamous for accidents and deaths both on and off set, Ding Dong High left many damaged child stars in its wake, two of which are hosting a brand new podcast, Ding Dong Watch Along. Learn the true story of Ding Dong High. Subscribe to Ding Dong Watch Along now.